There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. My baby goes that night and stays till the morning comes. Speak up, son. Who? You. Me? Yeah, it's a little quiet. Oh, I really haven't said much yet. Uh, it was low. It was, the volume was low. Uh, That's all it was. Uh, hey, oh, hey, Griswold. Griswold spoke. Gris- yeah, Griswold. You saw it. Griswold. John saw it. Griswold spoke. This is a special club. <laughs> you guys are in a special club. Wow. <laughs> hey, it's going to be a crazy night now. It is. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have Buckle fun. in. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're, uh, we're, we're gonna out here stickers. at Grand Junction right now. <laughs> we are. We are at the Grand Junction tap room. I have never been here. It's my first time here, too. Is, it, is this the new one? Was, this was, this, this is, is the, new the newer one, one right? This is, okay. Yeah, this is a new place. Yeah. Because you've done a few shows with, and we well, we've done Rock the Junction before, and and we you guys have yep, done a few shows before my days. Yep. And um, yeah, this is beautiful. It's awesome. Thank We're you. Thank you. 181st and whatever. Something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Westfield. <laughs> Everybody in Westfield probably already knows where it is. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, close yeah. to Grand Park. Yeah. Just say it's where Grand the dads Park. go. Yeah. I yeah, thought exactly. my Google Maps was wrong because it. I didn't realize. I was coming up from here on the other side of the freeway, and I'm like, is it under an underpass? <laughs> <laughs> it's under a bridge down it's by like, the river. Yeah. <laughs> it's a speakeasy tap room. Yeah. That's what oh, it's going for. It's, nice. You going for the, the hobo theme? <laughs> <laughs> Someday. It's, 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 a, yeah. rail, it's, it's a railroad hey. thing. I hope, you know, so we're at a hobo stop, it's a, maybe. It's a tough business. You know, we had to cut back. So, yeah. <laughs> Some cardboard boxes under the overpass, and hey, it works. Yeah. You were yeah. easily, I mean, that's that's modular furniture. Yeah. <laughs> easily moved. Yeah. I get it. So yeah, we are here. Um, and uh, guys, introduce yourselves. Uh, Mike Hofferman, head brewer. Mike, how you doing? Good. And uh, John Knight, the managing partner. John, I believe we have your uh, your lovely wife here as well. Yes. Yeah, I'm just sitting in. <laughs> She's gone. here to supervise. I'm listening. I'm making sure everybody's behaving themselves. Uh, are you oh. brand management? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you may want to turn her headphones down slightly. <laughs> don't know why she can't hear anything that we're saying anymore. That's right. Hey, we got Grizz with us tonight, too. We got the Grizz. Yeah. How's it going, everybody? All Good. Right. Good. Hey, we got him to talk Same again. We got him to talk again. Woo. It's gonna That's be twice. It's gonna be, dude, we should make We're, stickers. I heard yes. Grizz talk. I heard Grizz. <laughs> hey, my wife is actually getting one of those printers to where you can print stickers and decals and stuff. Okay. See, there you go. There can be a whole line of I heard Grizz talk speakers. I heard Grizz. Or stickers and stuff. Yep. Where were you when? It's going to be like a Sasquatch kind of thing going on. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if it was real or not. Exactly. So, so well, guys. Yeah. Go for it. Tell us a little bit about the, the new place. How long have you been here? Uh, the, the massive dimensions, maybe? I don't know. Dear God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm glad there's no room for expansion here. Sure. Zero. <laughs> yeah. So so this um, this place took us um, about a year to go ahead and get it get it ready. We we walked into a pole barn. I mean, mm-hmm. this you know, it was an old lumber company. Okay. And um, I remember the day I the owners of this whole development they own all the buildings out here i uh came out with them and i um was looking for space we were expanding we needed to uh, to find a, a larger space in westfield and i was actually across the street and i pointed to this building and i said what about that building over there and he goes really and um we walked over um i walked inside and i said you know what this would be a great production facility yeah. and i and i think we can do a tap room in the front and he goes you know honestly john i just don't see it 
I just don't see it. But maybe you have some vision that I don't. I don't see. So brewers uh, have uh, yeah. brewery people have so yeah. much better vision on so, spots. I mean, if you see all the places people have put tap rooms, you know, high schools and uh, post offices, we've we've seen them all. I mean, literally in a closet. I mean, yeah. in a in a closet somewhere. Well, and, and and I think that's what's really cool. And I, I appreciate you guys saying that. You know, you bringing that up because I I think one of the things that's really cool about the brewing industry is repurposing buildings. And, and we've seen yep. that, and, and I think we're all very sensitive to history and, and not necessarily creating something new, but actually repurposing and, and using things that are already there. And it's all about sustainability and, and, and you know, obviously paying homage to the past and so forth. So sure. we were excited about it. We had that vision, and, and it took us 12 months to, to do this, and it was a lot of late nights. It's, a, it's, the, it's the, the usual story, right? It's the 2, 3, 4 in the morning stuff. You know, 21-hour days. I mean, just just nutty stuff. So we ended up getting this place open uh, St. Patty's Day of 2017. Nice. And what is, what, what's really cool is that we've figured out over the last year what this place is, like what the taproom is. It's a tremendous event facility. Yeah. Uh, we've had a number of really, really good charity events out here, a number of really good community events that have given back. Um, it's a great place for business functions and so forth. So it, it's really kind of, yeah. And wedding receptions, it's really kind of coming, coming into its own. What's, what's also cool is that coming up on St. Patty's day this year, March 17th, 2018 is our four year anniversary party here at the tap room. And it's going nice. to be a party nice. all day. Uh, we got amazing cool. music. Uh, lined up we got food trucks lined up we'll be doing some barbecue as well nice. um it's just gonna be one of those days right where, where it, was we're, the brewery we're, before where's well, the brew facility yeah you know, so where was that at? yeah so basically the history behind grand junction and how all this started is we, we we opened up off of union street with the current and existing brew pub okay that actually used to be the brewing location. Oh, okay. We quickly grew out of that. I mean, within yeah. the first four or five months, we realized that <laughs> Mike's you, like, uh-huh. yeah, we realized you can't you can't fit seven barrel fermentation tanks next to the uh, uh, fryer in the kitchen and all that kind of stuff. So it just get your it, get your fries out of my mash. Yeah, it just didn't it just didn't work out. So uh, we were shoehorned in with a little cross contamination, Mike. Yeah. Uh, well, unfortunately, uh, these days it's okay to put fries in your mash. Apparently, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> So we quickly uh, moved out of there. Obviously, we were shoehorned in. We had to find another location. So we spent two years over at a facility that was not open to the public. And it was just a a closed facility. It was a couple thousand square feet. Um, Once again, shoehorned in there. It was a temporary situation. We knew we were always looking for for bigger space. Um, You know, obviously found this location. This is 10,000 square feet. So we, we went five times the size. Um, nice. We decided to, to go big. And yeah, now um, it looks like he needs to get you more um, tanks, Mike. <laughs> Ironically, that's been on the docket a little bit here over the last month or yeah. so. Now it, now it looks rather that's, open. That's, <laughs> prob- that's probably a good segue into yeah. a You're whole welcome, discussion Mike. here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, well, I, I placed uh, when I placed all the seven barrel fermenters, I conveniently placed them uh, proportionally so they could be easily removed and fourteen barrels could be put in their place. So oh, forward thinking. <laughs> Every once in a while. Nice. 
Yeah, what? it's uh, it, it's a good spot. Um, put a lot of hours. I was a grossly underpaid contractor <laughs> uh, for my first four oh, months. Hey, John. Yeah, you know, Mike, um, if, I, oh. if I remember right, it's, it's that was the same story. line on true the story. first yes. show uh, man, because you guys listen. were you guys were I think heading over after the show that night to do some more stuff. Yes, yes, Damn. we were. Yeah, um, we and we both still married somehow. Yes, we made it. You got there. You go, uh, huh. honey. You I'm have sorry. to. Yeah, you have to approach the mic. <laughs> <laughs> we can still hear. Okay. Man, it, just no, made, it just made it sound like you two are married to each other, though. Yeah, oh, we are. We are. Some days, some it's like all marriages, right? Some days it's wonderful. Some days it's not. Uh, but no, man, it's 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 been. Um, I learned a lot of things. Um, I literally have my blood, sweat, and tears on many things inside of this building. Um, but you know, I've been able to, um, do some pretty fun things, yeah. really get back to, uh, doing traditional styles. Yeah. Um, you know, we've talked before, I'm not a big fan of, uh, the hype trains. Yeah. Um, uh, so I've really been putting a lot of focus into making traditional styles and making them as traditional as possible. Um, because I think that's, that's next, right? I mean, we're throwing hamburgers and French fries into beers. Yeah. Uh, Who did that one? Omnipalo <laughs> out of Sweden. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, everything's going into beers. I yeah. see, you know, I, when I kind of took over in April, um, I put in a lager program. Good. So I'm always working a lager. Nice. Right now we have uh, Degrossa on Lager, which stands for the big rig. Nice. Uh, okay. That's our Doppelbach. Yeah, that's going to be my next one. Yeah, it's 9%. It's made with all Weirman malt, so it's made proper. It's nice. made with uh, Bohemian nine percent lager, nine uh, percent Doppelbach. Oh, well, yeah. Um, so it, it's really nice. Um, it does not drink nine percent in true Good. German fashion. As it should. Uh, you do not know it's nine percent until two or three later when you get up off your chair. Oh. Um, but nice. that, that was nine percent. Yeah, you know, and that's <laughs> what we do. You know, I've been doing that. Had some fun with Opus Liebling, which is a German pale lager. Did that last spring. Uh, obviously, the Bach that we roll out, Bach the Junction, mm-hmm. uh, for the festival, rock, our big fest, Rock the Junction. Um, and I have been requested over and over, so I'm finally going to do it, uh, an IPL. Kind of goes against what I'm trying to do, but it's still a lager, so we'll let it fly. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty excited. I picked up some fun hops for it. I have some whole melon and some Bavarina Mandarina for it. Sweet. Um, so it'll be all German all the way through. Nice. Um, Full lagers. I've got 65 day lager on this Doppel box, so pretty proud of it. Um, she is actually going to go to the World Beer Cup, Ooh, so I will go. send my lager to Germany, the king of lagers, and get hopefully really good feedback. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> we'll find out. Hopefully, um, com- constructive criticism. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah, I'm excited for it though. It, it's cool. uh, it's going to be a fun event. Um, when is that? I have to send my beers out and get them to Denver by March. 8th, I believe, and then at CBC down in Nashville the last weekend of April okay. and to the start of May, um, that's when the award ceremony will be, so I will be there for that as well. I wonder if Very anybody's cool. ever tried to play them or anything and just like mixed like a yingling and a Bud Light and put it in a blank bottle and, just <laughs> and submitted it. <laughs> just just, I, just curious. It's just something floating through my head. But they're Germans. I know. They would find no... They wouldn't find any hilarity in it. No, they, I know they wouldn't. <laughs> this is unacceptable. And I don't even think I'd find hilarity in it either. I just wonder if there's some people out there who are just kind of horrible and are trying to mess with, you know, things that go on, you know. Just, well, uh, just something that crossed my mind. It's just, worth a shot. Yeah. It's only $150 a beer if you want to join in. <laughs> 
we make our own beer too. We, we make our beer. <laughs> but no, I couldn't even imagine trying to submit to that anything like that. No, I get um, nervous submitting any just going to a, a local any kind of brew fest and yeah. having people try our beers. It has hands down been the hardest competition for me to enter. Yeah, um, I have until the th- end of the second week of February to change my beers that I'm going to enter. Mm-hmm. I'd know two of them. My third is still very fancy. Um, hmm. It's just, it's a huge, it's a huge event, oh, you yeah. know? And I mean, you want to send the best of what you have. So um, very excited for it, but on the same hand, oh, yeah. it's nervous, full of anxiety. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh yeah. I'd be, hor- I'd be, I'd be terrified. Yeah. Definitely yes. terrified. Yes. So tell me a little more about the IPL. When, when is that going to be available? I gotta be honest. I've never had, India Pale Lager? Yeah, so basically what I'm going to do, so we've started canning, which is probably a different segment for this, but we'll we'll, we'll revisit that. But um, I will probably brew the IPL within the next two weeks. Interesting. Um, And then we will do a full lager on it, so we'll go at least 50 days. Mm -hmm. Um, I will hop it accordingly in the boil with those hops. Obviously, they're going to fall off being lagered. Uh, my dry hop will probably be the biggest dry hop I've ever done for a seven barrel batch. Oh yeah. Uh, to make sure that it's proper. Um, right. So I'm I'm pretty excited for it. The whole melon hops provide uh, that cantaloupe, very fresh taste, sure. and that Bavarina Mandarin provides just a whole lot of big orange pops and things like that. So pretty Sounds excited for it. Kind of like a refreshing. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Yep. And it'll sit. It should sit right around six and a half percent. Okay. Six and a half to seven. So it'll be close to you know your standard IPA. Right. Uh, it'll just be lagered though. So you know you'll get you get those flavors, but everything will be kind of you know right calmed down because it's lager. Sure. Okay. I'm anxious to try that. That sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, I think so. That's probably one I haven't had. Yeah. Grizz. Yeah. I have not at all. No. Okay. Yeah. That should be fun. Are you guys going to do, like, any barrel aging or anything like uh, that? I was thinking, uh, if y'all are nice, when we take our first break, I might go back and pull you a few uh, samples off the barrels because we have this year's this year's Radio Moscow has been sitting yes. at four barrels. Um, we okay, pulled man. samples uh, three weeks ago. Pretty satisfied. Um, pretty standard across the board when it comes to barrels. If people are being honest with you guys, you usually lose about 20% of your barrels. We filled four barrels. Um, pretty, really, really happy with three. Mm-hmm. I have one that's on the fence, um, so I won't put that one back in when I blend. We'll okay. keep that one separate to make sure everything's okay with it. Um, but I definitely have three barrels that are outstanding. So, so <clears throat> let me let me jump in here real quick. I can tell you, you you guys must be pretty special because in the last seven <laughs> months, in the last seven months. Um, I can count on one hand the number of people that have actually tasted the beer in uh, those barrels. I so feel good now. I'm gonna throw that out yep. there. Um, see, boys, see, see, see what the boys missed. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, we're rolling out the <laughs> red carpet. <laughs> we're rolling out the red carpet for the uh, the blind pigs tonight. We appreciate so. that. And, and having been one of those people on that on that hand that have tasted it, mm-hmm. um, it's amazing. Oh, so you guys, cool. for, you guys are in for a treat. I'm awesome. looking forward to that. Yep, found a new found a new uh, barrel supplier. Give a little shout out to our buddies down at Speyside Cooperage. Um, Where are they out of? They are on the south side of Louisville, okay. which is uh, not fun to get through Louisville to the no, south side. Been there, no. been there. Uh, exactly. Yes. But I'll tell you what, man, these guys are legit. Um, they basically they're bringing in full semi loads every day. Uh, I picked from barrels that had been emptied less than 24 hours 
earlier. Really? Um, and nice. they literally bring all the barrels in. They make any, you know, fixes to them, tighten anything up that needs to be done, replace heads. Mm-hmm. They turn around and ship them immediately out to That's their fantastic. sister company over in Scotland. And all those mm-hmm. barrels are used for scotch. So, oh, uh, wow. man, it, it was, I went out there actually, um, Sean Lewis from Flat 12 and mm-hmm. I found yeah. him. Um, and Flat 12 has the big uh, bus. Mm-hmm. So I jumped in with Lewis <laughs> and we took a trip down there. He got, I think, 10 barrels and I got my paltry four. Uh, which is plenty by me. That's all I needed. Um, but man, you know, Lewis has been in this game longer than me. Um, you know, kind of my, my barrel, uh, education came from Sean. Yeah. Uh, I learned a lot from him and we were both absolutely flabbergasted by the amount of information that was downloaded to us in the hour and a half we were there. It was oh, that's cool. awesome dudes, great pricing, uh, super fresh. If anybody out there is looking for barrels, I highly suggest Speyside Cooperage. There okay. you go. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll make sure we tag them on it. Yeah, oh, yeah. G- g- good folks. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I think I just got brought the Doppelbach, right? Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. It's excellent. You're right. It's not a nine. Only way I know it's a nine, it's in a smaller glass. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 nowadays, I learned after, like, it took me about a year before I started recognizing them. I'm like, oh, okay. Anything over about an eight, and they start serving it smaller and smaller <laughs> yep. portions. <laughs> yep. Behold, behold the power of lager, man. But, yes, it's, no, that's uh, beautiful. It's a wonderful thing, man. There's not a burn on that at all. Nope. Absolutely. I'm going to pass my, pass my beer around. It's okay. <laughs> I was sick two weeks ago. It's, it's all gone. You're fine. <laughs> Shh, we don't talk about it. Uh, yes. For the most part, outside of Port Dawn, uh, we have been able to avoid it in this house, so we don't talk about those oh, things Oh, yeah, you're here. good. <laughs> Sorry. That's I'm, really I'm all over the place with the <laughs> yeah. knocking on stuff. Mm, yeah, that's... John's, John's all mad at me because I was talking Rock the Junction earlier, and I've, I've got so much wood to knock on, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, he's worried you, I'm jinxing you, stuff. You need to keep that to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Things I don't need to know. Okay, John, there's a lady oh, at the wait, table. Oh, yeah. Oops, Can we switch seats? Yes, there's a woman at the table. Come on. <laughs> Oops. I Where do you go from there? I, I mean, no clue. It's, it's, we just, we hey, derailed in yeah, like 10 yeah. minutes of the show here. <laughs> That's your wife's fault for giggling. Exactly. <laughs> Over here knocking on wood and it's sitting here start. Googling himself. <laughs> how many how many double boxes she had then? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I know. Right, I'm well, lost hey, on that one. Hey, thanks for everybody coming out tonight. Out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Thanks for listening. Show's over. <laughs> Well, oh, man. speaking of, I think uh, Mike, you brought it up. You guys are canning now, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to talk about, you know, uh, are you guys, do you have your own system or is it you doing the mobile canning? Nope. Uh, we're going, things? we're going through, uh, we're going through Indiana mobile canning. Okay. Um, I worked with them a lot in previous places. Yeah. Uh, good dudes. Um, we canned, oh, I think it was early November. We canned for the first time in over a year. Um, we put seven barrels of the Dark Road Porter into cans. It moved well. Um, and we kind of looked at each other. We're like, all right, well, let's see what we can do. So I started uh, beating around a little bit the pavement, was able to set up a nice uh, relationship with Crown Liquors. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like um, them. Good folks over there at Crown. They got good stuff. They got good selections all around. I've actually found them to be one of the better. As far as a variation of other beers, especially yep. when we go in, like we're trying to find beers for our, you know, our backyard shenanigan shows or whatever, you go in. They have a much better selection of just random, you know, quad, you know, just darks and this and everything, just all over the place that that are really good stuff too. Surprisingly. Yep. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, we I spent some time 
I uh, sat down with Andy Yankee, um, talked to him, you know, because I've done a lot of things in my five and a half years in this industry. Uh, I've been a salesman. I've had up to 120 accounts at one point that I was servicing solo, um, but I had never sold to liquor stores. So spent some time with Andy. Uh, it was enjoyable because we were able to be candid with each other um, and we we're able to set up a really nice relationship. We're currently in three crown stores. We we're supposed to be in four. Uh, but when we made our first drop to one of the stores, half of that drop was supposed to go to another store. They moved it so fast and never made it to the other store. No so problem, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah horrible, horrible problem to have. Yeah. Awful things. So we, we did, um, I you were going to say they actually dropped it. No, <laughs> the other no, half. no, 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 thankfully. <laughs> uh, but no, we did, we did 21 barrels. Um, we did seven barrels of the dark road Porter. We did seven barrels of the 1520 Hefeweizen. And we did seven barrels of uh, one with Nature IPA. Um, today is actually a month since we've canned those. Cool. We are in three crowns and three big reds right now. I am basically out by the end of this week of my IPA and almost out of my 1520. Um, so very good problems. Oh, yeah. But it has Terrible. me. It has me. Uh, my anxiety is rising. Well, oh. there, there, there is a, uh, there's another, there's another, like, I got to uh, brew beer. I got to yeah. brew more beer. So, I got to brew more beer. And, and he's holding back. There's a, uh, there's another store, which is, you're probably another liquor store. Not as, yep. not, yeah. a, not, not the big store I was yep. going to bring up, but there's another liquor store, probably unnamed. You, yeah. It's big red man. You know, we, we've got, we've got them right down the road. Um, the big red right down here in Westfield D uh, is the manager. She's awesome. Um, if anybody from Big Red's listening, she deserves a raise. Uh, <laughs> she's an absolute sweetheart. She makes my job really, really easy. Um, and she's really excited to have beer that's made down the street available yeah. to her. So she was one of the first stores we got in when we did Dark Road. Um, and it supported us unquestionably from, from the start. So... It's been uh, it's been weird only being in like five or six sto- liquor stores and going through the amount of product that we have. Good problem. Can't and complain. I, yep. And I and I think we just got an order from Party Pack. Yep, Party Sweet. Pack well, is also in. Yep. Uh, cool. good, good old Dave uh, from the North Side. You're just raising his anxiety more now. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I got I know, that's, that's I was waiting if he was going to say Trust it me or boys. not. Trust yeah. me, boys. Uh, <laughs> you're making me do this stupid radio show. This. <laughs> I got beer to brew. <laughs> well, you know, you know, it's a good day when I'm literally making you guys wait so I can finish carving a beer before we can start. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, you know, it's it's you know, we talked about it. I th- should I think you guys were here in like February, maybe of last year. Mm-hmm. It was shortly right before we opened this new spot. Yeah. Um, you know, it's happening organically. We're not right. we're not pushing. Uh, we're not forcing the market. We're letting the market come to us. There you go. Um, that's, that's you know, the good thing. Yeah, and that's that's the way it should be. You know, you you can't. It's an even know, way to do it without taking as much of a risk. You exactly. Take a small risk. Well, exactly. Putting and, the money into you know and, trying it. And, but. And, to, and to and to put that point into perspective and and expand on that, we've literally been approached by an unnamed super center, big uh, box, <laughs> big box, um, to to have our beer at awesome. multiple locations. And and right now we're actually defer. I mean we're. Like, yeah. we're, we're putting that on hold. I mean, well, hang it's, on, guys. We're, we're not because 
you know, once again, as Mike was saying, we want to have this grow organically and we're going to do it the right way. We're going to have folks come to us and say, Hey, we're the, the your beer's flying off the shelf. Yeah. Um, we need more. We need more inventory and we're going to let it happen. Um, but, well, we're you not al- going to take yeah. on more than we, than we need to at this point. And you also, I'm guessing you, you, you need to make sure that you can scale it up and maintain the quality. And that's the thing. In your mind yeah. too. Cause yeah, you can go buy a 14 barrel thing, but now you got to run it through its paces a little bit and make sure the 14 barrels, batch tastes as good as the seven barrel batch i'm, I'm guessing yep yeah no, that's that's yeah. that's very fair and and every brewer i think will agree with me it would be nice if just simple math uh, if it were could be done <laughs> yeah. uh, but as home brewers i think even just, you guys know yeah. that's not it how doesn't it work works. that way you don't just you don't just double everything <laughs> no unfortunately no no i, I wish i wish <laughs> what are you talking about yeah and that's the thing you know it's it's been you know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, I would say over the last two months, I've really been pegging beers. Um, everything I've brewed over the last two months has matched numbers all the way through from first runnings, pre-boil gravity to final gravity. Um, now that I'm comfortable, here we sit. There you go. <laughs> hey, that's a tough thing to accomplish, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah really it's, been, uh, it's, been, it's been an interesting uh, 10 or 11 months. Uh, ups and downs, you know, we've dumped batches. Uh, I'm a stickler uh, for quality. If it's not where we want it to be, uh, it goes down the drain. You know, nobody likes to say that. No brewer likes to own that. Uh, you're awful of shit. Um, <laughs> you dump. We all dump. It's horrible, but that's the name yeah, of the game. There's the, there's the occasional ones that try to make something out of it. Well, and then it's just like, no. <laughs> yeah, doesn't work. Uh, yeah. Well, and they, that's the thing, yeah. you know. I mean, people know. Yeah. The more educated a palate, yeah. you know. You know, so but you don't brand that as a special release of something, blah blah blah. That would that, that would that would that would be a lie. And we we do our best like to not do those things. He doesn't. Lie. We've heard that though, and we like that. We and heard, that. and we like that. No, and that's the thing. You know that that goes back to you know um, doing what we know and knowing what we do. You know, um, there you go. I'm you know I learned a lot about loggers through Andy at Too Deep when I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. I loved working there because I got to make loggers. Nobody was making a logger then. Oh, Nobody. No. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the Maybach that Andy turns out uh, is a solid, solid Maybach. I love drinking that beer. Um, and this, this, you know, John gave me the opportunity to run with loggers here. Right. Um, and I'm so happy because loggers got me turned on to craft beer. There you go. So I have to agree. That's kind of, you know, as, as sad as this sounds, and we kind of all have that – gateway brew that kind of got you there mm-hmm. you know and, and not to you know go somewhere else with this but sam adams when they started yeah. kind of creating a bunch of different things that's what got me to start trying different things yeah. and realizing wow there's there's a lot more out there than than sam adams and started you know i, I don't remember the last time i had a sam adams mm. you know just because of the simple fact there's so much other stuff out there especially local i mean my favorite thing is is grabbing something local yep and mm-hmm. and you know kind of going that route about it, it but it's kind of cool how we got there though yeah yeah, I had a buddy, um, he used to work at Sam Adams. He's doing other things now. He's crazy. I love him. Big ups, Mike. Um, he's actually up in nowhere, Alaska, making beer, setting up a brewery. The dude's crazy. Um, <laughs> but he brought me two-day-old Sam Adams Boston Lager. That's why we used to drink it. Really? That's why we <laughs> drank it, man. It is, it's, when it's you know. Yeah, it's, it's a fresh, solid man. lager, it's though. It so really is. It's so good, man. Like, yeah. I drank. He brought me three bottles because he kept the rest for himself. I'm not mad. Uh, I got to try it because I never would have been able to try it any other way. Right. 
Uh, but, man, it was – you were reminded why Sam Adams is who Sam Adams is. Exactly. Well, they were kind of at the forefront of some of that, you know, with yeah. trying a lot of different things and actually being able to market it and mass produce it. Yeah. And, you know, like, uh, you know, you'd see them in different grocery stores and Walmarts and all that, and yep. you'd have those different varieties. And then I think, you know, I don't know, I don't want to call them, you know, necessarily the trendsetter there, but I mean, because of the way they're able to mass produce, they were able. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's Sam's, Sam's, you know, <laughs> Someone walked in. I, we're recording when you're not open right now. <laughs> that guy walked in. Can I get beer? <laughs> Dave's not here, man. Uh, but no, man. You know, Sam. Sam's really trying to change some things up. You know, trying to jump on that hype train. Um, you know, they're doing some good things. You know, and I think I'm realizing now. You know, as we get you know a lot more breweries, it's a good thing uh, as long as you're turning out good beer. Um, you know that people forget about what got us here yeah. you know people forget about sam you know and and locally you know i mean broad ripple brew pub doesn't get half the credit they deserve oh no john, yeah uh, they deserve a yeah. lot between you know john hill um what he's done uh what mullins has been able to walk in there and do Take over, yeah. with everything that he's been given um you know i think people forget why we're here and it's it's because of broad ripple brew pub mm-hmm. you know Song King came along, Dave and Clay um, were able to take it, you know, and, and really market it and turn it into, you know, something you put right. in your liquor store, you know, yeah. that you find it, Marsh, when it was around, you know, and things of that nature, you know. But I think um, I'm an old soul in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people um, tend to forget about how we got here because they're so focused on the hype train. Yeah. Um, you know, so kind of harkens back to the way I brew. We, you know, we're going to do traditional styles. I will never make you a hazy IPA. I there promise you. you. John, will, John will have to fire me for that to happen. That was, um, I'm glad Mike brought that up because yeah. I was getting ready to suggest you guys ask him about our new hazy IPA no, series. Absolutely, and he beat not. me to the punch. No, no, I, I just that, won't do it, man. Is it a is that a BJ or whatever the the style? Is it a style? I mean, I've is, seen it, is it in the is it BJCP those Nipas or whatever? Yeah, I think it, I think it might be now. Um, oh, okay. It wasn't a traditional. Yeah, you know, I mean, style. it's just, you know, I, I'll fight anybody, man. There's uh, nothing uh, better than a fresh West Coast IPA, it's, it's, man. It's, it's, <laughs> chasing, yeah. it's chasing a fad, is and you're, you're fine. Yeah. It's fine with me because I'm not yeah. an IPA guy. Anyway. Yeah. You know, and I mean that's the thing. You know that there are some really good ones, but there are also some that are not good at all. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and it's it's for me. You know. You're a good brewer when you can continuously turn out the same beer over and over. Nobody knows the difference. You know, it goes That's, back to yeah. it yep. goes back to you know um, brewers in general being okay with Budweiser and, and Miller and those guys right. um, yeah. until Budweiser started to you know hammer us for being craft brewers. You know, because Budweiser's made in 20 different states. Everybody yeah. knows what Budweiser tastes like. Oh, yeah. You're in 20 different states, 20 different water profiles, and you're turning out the exact same beer. That's impressive. That's skill. That's hard yeah, to that's skill. skill. And, and I'm looking at you, Hunter. Don't do it. Don't uh, do it. This is not man. the time that not you bring that up. We talked not about it, it earlier. Don't <laughs> do it. Not doing it. Don't do it. I'll, I'll, I'll throw you out of my brewery. <laughs> I swear to God, I will throw you out of here. And rightfully so. Yes. <laughs> As you should. <clears throat> but no, you know, I mean, that's, you know, I think, um, you know, you, a lot of people don't understand, you know, you, you, it's hard work, you know. Yeah. It would be a lot cooler if I just got to sit here and drink all day and have yeah. somebody do my work, but that's not how it goes. You know, we, we work hard, 
Um, you know, everybody knows your beer. Your regulars know your beer. If you screw your beer up, your regulars know. Well, it's been an overriding theme through at least most of the shows I've been on since I came here, too, though, is consistency. If yep. you can't do, if you do not have your base consistent beers and you can't continually repeat them mm-hmm. and repeat them, then you're just kind of a, you're, you're going a little fly by night and I don't, you know, you, you, you might not have a future if you can't keep a core it takes beer. One, it takes one bad one. Yep. yep. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. this is such a, the community, and we've talked about this before, too, the community around here with the different brewers and stuff like that, but you have you have a nice group of people that will go to, you know, different establishments mm-hmm. and, and sit there and, you know, expect to, to walk in and have that IPA taste that exact way every time they walk yep. in. And when they don't and they have it bad one time, the chances of them coming back are probably very slim. Yep. So that consistency is hugely important. You know what, and, and, and Mike is – in the past 11, 12 months, Mike has been um, doing, an, you know, obviously an amazing job and and, and um, delivering the beers in a very consistent way yeah. um, and is hitting um, all the numbers that he's looking for, as he alluded to earlier, um, just doing a, a tremendous job on, on the quality of the beers that are coming out. In fact, we actually had some people walk into the – to the brew pub the other night and and this is good and bad but we had some people walk in they were looking for the 1520 which is our hefeweizen which is an amazingly popular beer and it's a fantastic beer and mike has got it to the point where um it's got all the banana that you want it's got all the different esters that you want coming out and it's just a really 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 good beer and it's one of our most popular beers and they walk in and we didn't have the hefeweizen on tap and they walked out um, we've gotten to that point where these beers are, um, you know, people are gravitating to some of these beers. Uh, they're so popular. Yeah. Um, and he's done such an amazing job with the beers that, you know, are obviously being put on tap um, that we have people um, yeah. that are coming in and obviously looking, you know, I've, for those. I've done that. There's a beer we used to, we used to really like um, that was top notch. Not going to name it. I'll tell you after the show. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> It's it's been rebrewed. I don't know if it's a new brewer or whatever, but it's not good anymore. You know what? I don't buy it anymore. Yeah. I uh, you know it's not that I don't like that brewery still. I still buy beer. I'll still buy other stuff, but I'm done with that style because it's it's it it's not it what it it's not what it was, and it's well, not as good as it was. And, and that and that speaks to what I was talking yeah. about, which is the consistency. It you know the mark of a really really good brewer is the ability to consistently brew that batch of beer right yeah. yep. so you know it's it's the whole adage of a a, a, a broken watch is correct twice a day right mm. so but it's one of those things where for someone someone to be able to take in a production environment in, in a production brewing environment is tough it's actually one it's really hard work it's um it's very difficult to brew that batch of beer consistently and do it over and over and over again and the true mark of a good quality brewer is the ability to do that. And and one of the, at times, frustrating things for us, believe me, we have meetings, we talk about it, where someone, and I gave the example and the story of people walking in and 1520 wasn't on tap mm-hmm. and people walking out. For us, yes, it's frustrating to have that happen, and I'm sure for the consumer it's frustrating, but it's also a compliment. Yes. It's yep. also a compliment, Absolutely. and we have to look at it as that. I mean, we've gotten to the point with our beer that we have it so refined and that, you know, with Mike doing what he does and, and doing an amazing job, 
that we literally have people walking out of our pub because that particular beer is not on tap. I mean, think about that for a second. That tells you that they're they're looking for that. They're honed in on that beer. Now, we would love them to be... Yeah, now you got to get on your bartender for not. We, now you got to get on. Now you got to get on your bartender for not giving them something their, else. Their beer yeah. choices. We only have like another nineteen or twenty <laughs> beers on tap, but you know, we would love them to expand their Mike's horizons like, a little bit. But Mike's well, like, what's wrong with my eighteen yeah. other well, beers? And, and, and it's clar- a double-edged sword, and right? And to clarify yeah, yeah. from the brewer's side, uh, we didn't run out because I didn't make enough. We ran out because why yeast? Didn't get me the damn yeast. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're still waiting. <laughs> this so true story. my my yeast for fifteen twenty is actually arriving. It's scheduled to arrive tomorrow. No, uh, I have already milled my grain and I'm ready to go to brew it on Thursday, oh, the day yeah. after tomorrow. So damn Amazon. Um, Amazon. What happened to the two-day delivery? I wish it was Amazon. If it was Amazon, we would already have it. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, did you forget your Amazon Prime when yeah. you didn't pay? <laughs> yeah, it was. I everything uh, was bought off Amazon. You know, and that's now. the thing. Yeah. You know, like that's you know, and and uh, we we just put out our newsletter uh, two weeks ago, week and a half ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I put that in there because. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of my uh, old buds downtown will greatly appreciate this. My number one seller up here is the fifteen twenty half of Ison. It's so weird. You're killing my numbers, man. I Where's love my it. No, like I love <laughs> it, man. It's 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 you know it's not hops. You know it's 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 fifteen twenty. They right. want half of Ison up here, man, and it, it makes me so happy as a German beer guy. Um, That's a cool thing. Nothing makes me happier yeah. than than that, that being our number is 1520, one. Fifteen twenty, like Urban Dictionary for crack. What? No, is actually, that, so fi- you got crack so in your beer. Or I'm going to hand it over to John because <laughs> I didn't understand it either. Okay. Until he explained it. Well, to it sounds me. like right. there's crack it in sense. it. It sounds like there's crack in it because they're fiending. Yeah. <laughs> well, there there is crack in it. No, wait, there's not. I'm, I'm just kidding. Well, it's like the old days when yeah, you know so, you could put cocaine <laughs> right. in. Yeah, exactly. Coca Cola. Yeah, that's all, all kids, about the coke, right? The, yeah. was, that was for yeah. kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, little Billy. Yeah. So back in 1487, um, the German purity law was passed. It's called the Reinheitsgebot. So that was 1487, and and. What happened uh, was one of the ingredients uh, could not include wheat, right? So part of that German purity law was not to have wheat, and they were rationing the wheat for the bakers at the time. So all the bakers there in Bavaria um, wanted the wheat, so they would not allow wheat in beer. There was a couple of renegade dukes um, that decided, they were homebrewers, by the way, um, that were making um, beer with wheat in it. Um, obviously illegally at that point, but they decided to put forth some amendments to the Reinheitsgebot. And in 1520, an amendment was passed allowing wheat in beer. Hence, the beer style, I the Hefeweizen, you. was born. Yes. Um, on our can, on the, uh, the 1520 can, is a portrait of Maximilian III, who was a Bavarian Duke that essentially brought the Hefeweizen, that particular beer style, to the masses. Looks like Michael. Nice. It does. It does look a little bit like Michael. Yeah. Shakespeare. <laughs> we actually. It does look a little Shakespearean there. It? It, it's funny. We actually shared something recently on social yeah. media. There's a it's junction. Crazy. There's a junction club member that. Looks it's like. eerily yes. It's <laughs> actually he actually held a can up and took a picture and yes. it's yeah. It's a little scary how very, very <laughs> similar facial hair. Yeah. Yes. 
That's funny. That's an awesome story, though. Yeah, yeah I like yeah, that. That's kind of cool. I like when there's a, a story behind. I like the history. Like that. That's yeah. cool. Well, that's we're not just drunks. We try to educate too, man. <laughs> 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 Nothing wrong with either one of those. Though. <laughs> well, it's not I mean, education. overachiever, <laughs> overachiever. Yeah, yeah. story. Yep. Educational. Yep. <laughs> so as the teacher, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, guys, uh, you want to take a quick break? We'll uh, top up our beers and maybe grab a couple samples of what you got on tap. Yeah, and perfect, then, um, man. And, and I believe Mike, uh, well, we'll see if Mike's uh, beer is ready to go or not. The, 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 the special <laughs> beer. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be right back. I'm Busey. This is Chelly from Dos Ringos. You're listening to Blind Pig Confession. Woo! Hey, we're back. Hey. Hey. We're back. Howdy. Are, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't heard I'm a howdy sorry, how. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Well, howdy, howdy, folks. Yeah, he, I mean, he has, he's been stuck in Terre Haute for like a month. <laughs> Apparently, they have a lot of elevators to fix in Terre Haute. <laughs> they all go down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Cowboy does elevators, and yes. then there's the other. Uh, what's go? Who, who's at Cabela's? Jordan, Jordan, and Grizz. Grizz, Jordan, okay. and Grizz. Okay. I do computers. Okay. I used to do computers. No. Yes. No. What did you do? Uh, I was. Uh, don't. Don't tell anyone, or I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Big. Uh, uh, I was Commodore uh, sixty four repair tech. No, man. I was. Uh, <laughs> <Pornhub>. Nintendo. <laughs> I was a. I was a corporate IT business analyst for Fortune one hundred companies. No shit. Yeah. Nice. Uh, not really. It was well. horrible. You were horrible um, at it, or no? It was it. It was, was oh yeah. It can be rough. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I made really good money, but I traveled every week. Um, you know what though? I miss that. I I I've been doing that for years, and they grounded us like two years ago. Yeah, and I am going stir freaking crazy, man. Like I liked it. I like yeah. hotel rooms. I like not having Oof. to do my own dishes or laundry or anything, and make my bed and keep my room clean. I like it when someone pays to do that for me. See, man, like I would do, I would be stuck, I would be stuck places for six, eight, ten weeks at a time. Okay, that's so, a little rough. I would get to come home on the weekends, but. Oh, no, I, well, then you know how it is okay. to travel on the, you know, you know how it is. You know, you get in on like Friday morning. Yeah. You go to the office until six, you know, four o'clock or so. Then you all go and get drunk. Yes. Uh, then you get home that night to the wife. Yeah. You have Saturday. And then you have half a Sunday, and then you're you got to pack. Yeah, you're packing and <laughs> you're heading packing, back. To, you're getting, getting ready, ready to go to the go. airport the next exactly. morning on Monday. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did a 12 week stint um, where I took a red eye from Phoenix, Arizona, to Philadelphia. Oh, kiss my Spent ass. two and a half hours uh, on the ground in Phoenix or in Philly. Yeah, and then flew from Philly to Cincinnati, and oh. arrived in Cincinnati at 7:38. Yeah. A.M. I remember. I've done a few of those. Yeah, I've, I've I did done that, a few I did of that those. for weeks, man. Weeks on end, changing your clothes in the bathroom at the airport to yeah. go to the office. <laughs> yeah, I was I was on the road roughly three hundred days out of the year for about eight years. Yeah, those Marriott yeah. points are awesome, but oh, they only yeah. go so far. I, I finally ran out. I have run did out you? of all my Marriott That's and all my man. airline miles now. Well, see, uh, they caught me. They, they, Literally, they, I'm done. They wrangled me in, man. I got I got the uh, Marriott credit card, so I keep adding points. Oh, they I did. Me. And that was the, one of the be- nice <laughs> benefits, yeah, of my company was you at least got to keep all the points and yep. everything. You know, yep. that, was, that was kind of nice. It, yep. it wasn't, they, oh, you got to put everything on ours. and we keep, right. Oh. Granted, I could have made more points because the plane tickets still went on the boss's American yep. Express. Yeah. You know, so I didn't get, I, but I still got my regular points, but not the extra points. You mm-hmm. know. Yep. 
Ah, we digress a little bit. But hey, it's <laughs> nice to meet me to. What, what did they used to call it? Road warriors. Yes. True. Yes, we, were, True story, we were road warriors. <laughs> yeah. Well, but again, for me, I had, I had no kids and no, you yeah. know, no wife. I had a dog, but I had uh, gone down to Florida to take care of my parents. Well, so yeah. they were watching the dog. And I think that's the, yeah. that's the key. For me, it's easier. That's the key, man. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it depends where you're at in life. Yeah. I mean, it really does. If you got three kids at home and... You know, you have the wife and three kids, or you have. And you might really want to get. You have the husband, or you have the husband and three kids. You know, Um, three of them. Yeah, I'd want to be gone. Bottom line is, maybe one. It all depends. I think. I think it depends. Yeah, depends on where you're at. Yeah, for me, yeah, it was it was great for me because I got to rack up. You know, and I was I used that to take like a first class first class trip to China. Oh yeah, you know, for two weeks. Sure. Yeah, which is awesome. Which you would never have done, right? If you had kids and yeah, Yeah, yeah. family. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have been able to do that. that. I'd have had. To take them to fucking Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. So sore subject currently in my house. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Are we are we recording or not? Are we? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, we are recording. recording. Okay. Okay. We've been recording that. Whole yeah. So 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 Mike, tell us about your trip. Uh oh. Tell us about this trip. Uh, uh, yeah, we're going to Disney. Um, I told my wife. I said I don't want to go, comically because. Nobody wants to go to Disney except the no. child. No father ever wants uh, to go to Disney. No. And then once the kids get there, they realize they don't want to be yeah, there either. So, and then I got to take out I a got, loan. I got those words used against me uh, <laughs> a week or two ago, uh, with which I quickly responded, Of course I want to go to Disney. Those were just jokes. <laughs> while the kids are sitting wink, there, while the kids wink. are standing there, what no, do you mean, Daddy? No. You don't want to go to <laughs> Great Wolf Lodge, <laughs> yeah, Cedar Point, Kings Island. Yo, it's much closer. Me. Oh, trust yeah. me, and a whole hell of a cheaper. Yes, yeah. Did you take out a small business loan to go he, to Disney? He gets one. Uh, thankfully, I have uh, we, I, my wife and I have some friends that live down uh, pretty close to Orlando, and they are Disney uh, masters. So we are going to leverage their ability to get into Disney for nearly nothing and hope that somehow it works for us. I lived down there from <laughs> 2009 until 2015, I think is when I came up here. Um, I went to Disney once, and it wasn't even Disney. I went to like the adult Disney side with a, um, a whatever island, Pl- Paradise Island, yep. Pleasure Island, or whatever, where all the bars are at. Pleasure Island, you could, yeah. You yeah. Could well, there's it's a whole way. there's a whole it's, bar section it's there. It's the other Disney. Well, you know, G- guess where you'll find me when I go to Disney. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. in the in, in the only area where you can get alcohol and all exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. I did go to like I did go to like uh, you know um, uh, what's the other one? What's the other amusement Universal. park down there? Universal. Yeah. Um, and that you can at least have beer everywhere. I you can walk around with alcohol there. I recall going to Universal when I was younger, and I really enjoyed Universal. I did not enjoy Disney at all. Yeah, at all. It's just too much. It's not, no. It's yeah. just, My wife it's and just kids want to go, much. I'll just look at it. I, I, I can honestly care. say I'm I, not going. I, I, I can honestly say I don't really get Disney. I really don't. I, I, I don't either. understand it. When I go to an amusement park, um, I'm going there for the roller coasters. Damn, yeah. And the wet and wild park, like yep. I'm, I'm going there for you know, yeah. splashing safari, whatever, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And I'm going there to ride some roller coasters that are going to drop me from right. whatever altitude and do a hundred miles an hour and all that kind of stuff. I've never really understood the concept yeah. behind Disney, yeah. but I, I, 
the rides I love, but yeah. as soon as one of the kids say they're hungry, I get pissed off. Yeah, because, because you know you it's going to cost dollars, you. Twelve dollars for a French fries. Yeah, I mean it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. I just it's get like, angry as soon exactly. as they say the words. You got three like, kids oh. in tow. Yeah. You got you get yourself and the wife and three kids in tow. You know it's going to be a hundred dollars, right? Yeah. Just yeah. to get lunch. Yep, yeah. exactly. So it's tough. I've, yeah. I've got an issue with a place that calls itself the happiest place on earth. The biggest hellhole. By the way, by the way, microchip. By the way, for for everyone listening, that that was Griswold. Yeah, that was Griswold. He talked again. You're gonna we're gonna we'll make patches so you get a patch every time. Oh. Yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, we, we should do like stars on his. Uh, oh, on sweet his. stars on his sleeve. Every time he talks, I'll tell you what it's he doesn't. New. He doesn't say a lot, but w- when he does interject, it's, 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 it's profound. It's meaningful. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's meaningful. absolutely. You guys suck. <laughs> oh, there's three. <laughs> you just earned another star, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a trooper, man. Oh, he's a good dude. Oh yeah. Well, we well, we 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 beat the crap out of Jordan on the last podcast. We on the last show we recorded with Quack Daddy. It oh was, my god. He started so it off with I'm not, you know, I'm a, I'm a, was it, I'm not a small frame guy. No, you're not a, it's not your frame that's it's all the crap around your frame. <laughs> yep. <that's, laughs> Everybody, and everybody, it just every piled on, on for time. an hour of. <laughs> it just, we just, it just, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was just, it was just fat kid jokes the rest of the night. <laughs> Poor guy, felt bad. It was, yeah, felt bad. It's a show for him. about donuts. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, I we mean, were drinking beer and donuts. I mean, it's going to be a fat kid show yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> there are worse things. So, so I, so I think the rest of the rest of the show obviously is going to take a certain tone. So oh, we're yeah. obviously going to have. Mike's going to go ahead and talk about some of the things that he has in front of you guys. Yep. Um, my wife left, so it's a pity the fool who has to so edit the lady, this show. So the lady has left the room, so obviously the, the show will take a, a, another direction here. Um, uh, I'm game sure. On. Game on. <laughs> game on. Yeah. I know. I hope you noticed I filtered my dirty words. Yes, yeah, you did. You did a very good job of that. Well played, yeah, sir. Well, well played. Good. But she's it's not a, easy well, being a sailor. Well, yeah. <laughs> she's, a, yeah, she's an English teacher, so she'd have corrected your, <laughs> your use of them. <laughs> Truth. Truth. <laughs> That was not used in the present tense, sir. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's get to yeah. let's get to the fun stuff that uh, Mike has brought Absolutely. us. Absolutely, because this is a show about beer. Yeah. And uh, and Mike's got a rather hazy beer here. Wait, no, just kidding. What? We're not going there. <laughs> beer. I'm just All right. So yeah, that's what we so do. So oh. today uh, I busted my butt to get some transfers yeah, done. So we got we've got two new beers uh, that'll be going on tap this week here at uh, both facilities. Uh, the first one I gave you guys doesn't have an official name yet. Uh, it is currently oh, being here. Listed we go. As, Let's figure it out. It is currently being listed as the English Pale. Um, this is a fun beer because I got a phone call from Jonathan Mullins, begging me to keep his 1986 London Ale yeast alive. Um, so I went ahead and did it, and what I made here is a true English Pale Ale. Um, this beer is sitting right around five percent. So it's a bit of a, it's a kind of a collab then, right? Kind I mean, of. It's a little broad ripple yeast. And, yeah, uh, kind of. He didn't do anything to help other than just have me come and take his yeast. Oh, he even made you go get it? Yeah, of course. Oh, geez. Logic. Come on, Jack. It's Mullins. Mullins, he, man. He likes to pull that 25-year thing all the time. So, um, <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, it was a fifth generation yeast, so it's right in the wheelhouse. Uh, really, really, really coming nice. Um, what that we have here is really, it's just, it's all hopped with Comet and Challenger. Uh, traditional... English hops. Um, I love this beer. I'm very happy with this beer. Um, this was off mm. the cuff. Uh, Mullins asked me to keep his yeast alive. And no bitter. No. No bitter. It's dry. Um, it's a little dry. It's dry. 
It's earthy. Was ABV Love on that's, that? That's what five. I was telling him. Sitting right the, at five. That, that nose yep. on it, the aroma, you yep. get that earthy. Yep. You know, and it's, and that's, it's inviting. That's, that's the English hops. Yeah, yeah. So, I like that. So I would, I would love to interject here. Um, you know, for anyone listening, I was, um, I was born in England. Okay. I was born in Dewsbury, England, actually in Yorkshire, England. Uh, my, my whole family is from uh, the Yorkshire area. Um, I spent a lot of time in various pubs in England. Uh, I would go back after we moved here to the States. I would go back every year, every other year. Um, then he got to this, high school. This and is actually, and, and, and let, well, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me say this. This is the first time I'm actually tasting this beer. Um, at, at, at a legal that, at a legal age. That's how I like to roll. <laughs> no, no, literally, this is the first time I'm actually really? trying yes. this beer oh, out. Okay. Um, so you guys are sampling it at the same time I am, no and and what I can tell you, it is um, very true to style. It's got some some biscuit in it. Yeah. Um, it yep. um, it is uh, it's a proper. English. There's a good mouthfeel yeah. to it's a, it. It's a proper it's, it's English got, ale. It's it, uh, it's got a little more mouthfeel to it than a normal pale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's spot on. Oh yeah, yeah it's spot on. It it, it, nice. it it definitely brings me back. I'm excited to That's try this cool. beer, and I'm yeah. glad I'm enjoying it with you guys. And and the first time, like I said, I've ever tried it. And it's uh, kudos, Mike. Yeah. Super, great cheers, guys. Super, super clear, cheers, super clear. You said this was. You, yeah. you, you think you tapped this this morning? Super clear, and I transferred it this morning at about seven thirty this morning. So. <laughs> Thanks for staying late. We appreciate yeah, that. No uh, it's all right. Guys, it's no problem. Test. And just just to follow up on that, yeah. isn't that such a cool thing that you can? There's a taste that takes you back to somewhere. Oh, I, a yeah. memory. That's yeah. That's just the cool. And I know. Thing, I mean, I you know, it's one of those things where you know, I we came you know, I came here where it was just you know, my parents and my my two brothers. We left all our cousins and grandparents yeah. and aunts and uncles over there, so we went back, and I've I've spent so much time back there. Um, part of the reason Grand Junction Brewing Company got started was was because of that history. Yeah, awesome. And I always wanted to um, be very uh, true to style, with but with a focus on European beers. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. I I, I, I wasn't. Uh, I would I would not get mad if it was focused on English beers as yeah. well. But the you know it was always going to be European you know beers and and, and definitely have that as a. Uh, um, is a focus. Um, this is an amazing beer. This is, is actually, a, and like I said, once again, I'm I'm tasting it for the first time. It's it's uh, it's spot on. It's solid. It's very solid, man. Real clean. Very solid. Yeah. Grizz isn't yeah. even a Grizz is not a pale yeah. guy at all either. Yeah, no. so. it's it's it's. What do you think? Yeah, it's right there. You guys can attest to this. When I first started drinking, shut up. What? Fuck, yeah, there's a star, buddy. Uh-oh. Go ahead. When I first started drinking craft beer, I would just down it. Yeah, he literally. If I like it, I want to just. We had we had to stop him because he was just doing them like shots. He was he was doing flights like shots. I took it. Well, (laughs) smelled this first. Mm -hmm. Loved the smell. Yeah. Yeah. Then I took a taste and I had to stop myself from chugging. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah. From chugging. He was he was because harking back to excellent so much. Good. Yeah, it's yeah. got a great taste. Uh, just like it's a dries out on the back end, but it's not yep. a bitter dry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very good. I'm Excellent. solid with that. Cheers, boys. I'm glad you like it. Cheers. Yeah. Beauty. Cheers. So, so what do we have our next? next? Then uh, I guess, we'll go, I guess your, we'll go with this one. Your and then hazy we'll IPA. The, 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 oh, the, 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 he a, did it. It's a, a pale ale. The <laughs> New England style. Uh, 
So punch so, him in the throat. Punch him in the so, throat. So <laughs> you guys know me too well. Um, so I transferred this beer about finished transfer about uh, two hours ago. Uh, we finished uh, first carb on it five minutes before we started the show. Um, so it's obviously not fully carbon, not yeah. settled yet. But what we have here is um, it's a single hop pale ale. Um, it's all Waimea hops uh, out of New Zealand. Um, that seems that seems wrong. Yep, That's Hawaiian. Sounds Hawaiian, I know, right? Yeah, yeah, you just wanna, yeah <laughs> like you want to call it some Hawaiian, but no, these these are actually out of New Zealand. Um, I started kind of playing around with a single hopped pale ale recipe. Uh, before this, we did Albert Citrustein. It was uh, 100% single hopped with Citra. Um, really awesome beer. One of the fastest pale ales I've made to move through our doors. That's why you aren't getting to try it. Because uh, it ripped. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're going to kind of keep rolling with that a little bit. We have some plans down the road to potentially can this. Um, because this is kind of my give back to my, my people that spend their money on my beer. Um, if I can do a single hop beer... Um, it, it, it helps them to be able to identify hops, to pick those hops out. You know, with Citrus right. Stein, it's all citrus. So you, if you drink that beer, three or four pints of that, you know when you taste Citra. Yeah. Same with this. You know, mm-hmm. you, you have you three can, or four pints of this. Ooh, it's he's educational, too. Yep. Well, no, that's great. No, that, I, that's what I, it's I think about, it's man. great. Yeah, I think that's, that's great. About, Most man. people don't do it. It's, it's yeah. a mix of hops. You know, you get them, but then they're muddled, and you exactly. really can't do that identification. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. It's also, I think... What's the IBU on this for a pale? Uh, this one is sitting right around 58 IBU. So, st- and, and it's not bitter. Um, even the, I think also the single hop ones can be uh, some of those better transitional beers too. If you're and, trying and, to get the guy, thing, the, the people off of, you know, some, you know, the other things they shouldn't be drinking. <laughs> and th- yeah, and that's the thing, no. man. Th- this beer was this beer was really hard for me to make yeah. um, because Waimea has a 16.3 percent alpha. Uh, so the higher man. the alpha. The higher the bitterness, the perceived yeah. bitterness. Oh, yeah. Really? Um, so this is 16.3. This is higher than most hops you're going to get. But I don't taste that at you all. Get, no. Well, no. you get that little bit just a bit on the back of yep. the tongue but type all, of thing. But, but it ties in with the dryness, too. Yeah. So it's yes. like it, it works It balances out, nice. out actually. Yep. It, this, is, this is really good. It's not, yep. hurting me. it's not hurting me on the front of the tongue, and no. it's not spoiling my palate and on the back. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's literally, for me, it's like right in the middle. But you get Right that, in the middle on the side. It's bitter with a slight right. with a slight. That Slight citrus, dryness. that yeah. citrus that you get on the on the back of the tongue, yeah. but, mm-hmm. but that drying out and just the the, the crispness of this really yep. balances out. Yep. It's this is this is well done, man. I, I just like, but I do like the thinking. It's nice to train, you know, to help people figure a few things out. And you know, that's mm-hmm. that's the thing. You know, I mean, you know, John. You know, I we we enter competitions. You know, we have medals. Um, you know, it's a good thing. It's a very good thing for marketing wise for us. Um, but really at the end of the day, I work really hard to make beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, my customers, my regulars, anybody who buys our beer works really hard to make the money to buy my beer. Uh, that's my metal, man. You know, if you, if you work hard, you know, you work hard to make your money and you're willing to spend the money you worked hard on to buy my beer. I've done my job. Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. yeah that's a good job. way to say and it. You man. can yeah, tell really. when, a, when a brewer is real serious. Yeah. And how, how right. I'm going to say this. You'll figure uh, it out. I'm Maybe. not easily offended, so go for it, man. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can tell when a brewer is real into it. Yeah. And they want to make their consumers happy. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man, we, we wouldn't be here. John will tell you, man. <clears throat> well, we wouldn't be here without the people right outside our door. Yeah. Yeah. I actually think that's a 
a really good thing that you bring up because it's, you know, it's all about the passion that yep. you bring to the table. Absolutely, um, it's all about the beer. Obviously, what we what what we uh, produce. One of the things that was interesting, we had a, uh, you know, Mike's been Mike's been the head brewer here now, going on pretty damn close to a year, and when the change was made, um, I had some people question. Yeah. You know what? Not not Mike, but question the dynamic between um, the two of us. Mm-hmm. And one of the things was um, both Mike and I come to the table with a shitload of passion. Um, we come to the table with a no bullshit kind of mentality. Um, it's okay. You can say it. No, no, I am <laughs> saying it. Yeah. No, you I am, both, I am saying it. You both are jackasses sometimes. Well, yeah, no, I, no, no, I am no, saying I it. No, no, no. And, and, and actually, well, you're speaking the truth. We, we have both. Um, no of, bullshit. What, no yeah, bullshit. One of the things throughout my life is I've been known as a guy that some people will, will say, hey, he's an asshole or, or he's very direct or, or whatever. Um, and, you know, we wear our emotions on our sleeve. But what it all comes back to, really, when you when you break that down, is it's passion. It's the passion we're we're yeah. passionate about we're passionate about the industry. We're passionate about what we do in life. Um, one of the, one of the reasons, and I had people question me on some of the decisions that I made a year ago, mm-hmm. um, and and I can tell you now, a year later, I made the right call, and, and and I feel that strongly. Um, I have no doubts whatsoever. I made the right call, and one of the things that um, one of the reasons that we get along so well and I think we work so well and I think the dynamic itself works is because we both come to the table with the same degree of passion. Um, we don't always get along and it never should be that way. It shouldn't be that way because honestly, if we're getting along, it's the get along gang. We should actually have situations where sure. we sit there and question each other. We push each other. We say, you know what? You can do better. I can do better and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the true mark, I think, of a company that's going somewhere. Yeah. The and, difference between and, – and what, yeah. can, what can break that, though, is if it's – the difference between being confident and passionate in what you like and those two people coming together and then arrogant. Yeah. If you're yeah. too arrogant, yeah. Yeah. you're going to take everything he says wrong and yeah. say, kiss my ass. Exactly. You're fired. Yeah. Versus – yeah, you know what? You're an asshole, yeah. but I yeah. get I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Well, yeah. I will I will always I will always take someone's passion if they, if they if they can. And we've talked about it in meetings, and we do it we do a we do a Monday meeting. We call it a roundtable. We, we, we do to a, some of the people in where yeah, I work for. We my do day a job. Monday meeting where we basically <laughs> say, you know, if you got something to bring up, bring it up. Right. We do a Monday meeting. We do a recap with everybody on Monday mornings. We sit down and we say, "Hey, if you got something to bring to the table, bring it to the table." Right? Is this called the Royal Rumble or it's, the it's cage a round match? table? It's literally <laughs> church. We call it church. Yeah, we call as it as church. Well. We call it nice. church. It's yeah. church. It's a round <laughs> table. It's church. Whatever the hell you want to you call it. Get your indiscretions out. Yeah, just it's, it's but the bring, come to Jesus meeting. It's the yeah, come yeah, to Jesus yeah, meeting. Much, we have man, it yeah. every Monday yep. morning. Yep. And in this corner, yeah. we have. Yeah. And it works out. It works out great. It works out great because you know, obviously, we we all get together. We talk about stuff and and. We bring we bring our our different assets to the table, and we bring our you know issues and all kinds of. Cool. And I think it comes back to really full circle. It comes back to respecting one yeah. another and, yeah. and really understanding that passion and appreciating the passion. Yep. And uh, we've had discussions. Mike and I have talked about it. We've had discussions about um, about that specifically about you know understanding that that you know both 
both parties are, are very passionate about what we do. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it's yeah. great. It's a, it's a great situation where we're, we're obviously producing great beer and, and um, something that uh, we're pretty proud of at this point. Should be. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like All it, right, guys. Guys, it has been a fantastic show. A thank you show. so much for having us out yeah, again. Thank you, gentlemen. For, thank you. For look, us out. look, I haven't made many shows, but I said this is one I want to be at. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I love what you guys are doing here in the yep. community. I love what you're doing. Your beers are fantastic. Thanks so much for having us out again. But on, well, you did you. make it after thank we set up coming. all the equipment again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, hey, I'm just here. To, I'm here to tear I'm down. I'm teasing you. No, it's hey, just no, it's t- been beautiful. Timeliness it's been is great. next to godliness. They say <laughs> <Yeah>. in, in, <laughs> exactly, in, in, exactly. And Griswold interjected a I think, lot. I know he, he got I think into he this. He got right? at least five stars tonight. I think so. Yeah, I no, do too. Hey, any breweries that are next on the blind pegs list? Beat five stars. Uh, yep, that's beat five right. Stars exactly. On the <laughs> Make Grizz talk. Beat that's five it. stars on the Grizz scale. <laughs> the Grizz scale. I love that it. That's awesome, gentlemen. Fantastic. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Cheers to y'all. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. There's a place called a gin mill way down in the slums. My baby goes that night and stays till the morning comes.